Hey guys, Allison here. Just wanted to drop a warning that Cow Creek Podcast contains elements some listeners may find disturbing. Listener discretion is advised. Here, just recording three. Brandon. Hello, listeners. This is Elijah, and the other voice you're hearing is Brandon Tully. Do not call me by that last name. Not after what they did. Uh, I- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's my bad. Noted for future reference. Brandon, you grew up in Cow Creek? Are you really that interested in where I grew up after what I just showed you? Okay, skipping that. Let's start with the accident then. Tell me what happened. I don't remember all of it. I got into a fight with my... The Tullys. I drove away. Something hit me. Something invisible, almost like an impossibly strong gust of wind, and... Hey, it's okay. Take your time. It mangled my car. It was like a metal and glass prison. I was bleeding so heavily I couldn't move, speak, scream. I was helpless, and I saw them walking up. Then everything went black. I woke up in the hospital, trapped in my own body. I was in agony, and my my parents visited me every day. I know to most that sounds supportive and kind, but not them. Those two wanted me alive for some other reason, not out of love and care. And there were these people. They were there the night it happened. They they wanted me for something. Well, something they needed me to be alive for. Oh? I'm guessing you don't remember what that was? No. What were things like when they brought you home? (laughs) That's when the place became hell. They started small. They'd pull out hair, then my teeth. I... I could feel each one pulled right out of my gums. Then my legs were sawed off at the knee. It was odd. I didn't bleed, but I definitely felt the pain. There was no escape from any of it. They just took and took and took. You know what it's like to have your flesh stripped away from you with razors? Piece by piece, they took away more and more. Sometimes, sometimes they take too long and 
the skin would have time to heal. And they'd tell me how much I was ruining my body. As if they weren't the butchers. But you know the worst part of all? The sounds. I could feel their fingers inside me when they took my organs. I could see my own heart beating. I just wish that they had at least let me be out for it. Put me under some sort of drugs or anything. I wish I couldn't still feel their hands inside me, pulling and scraping. The squelching, cracking and powerlessness that came with my own body being taken from me. I... I felt what you showed me. I can't imagine what it was like to die that way. Die? As if I would be so lucky. What they did was worse. My body is tied to me and I'm its ghost, I suppose. It will stay alive so long as I remain present, I guess. I don't exactly know how long that will be. I see. They used a book told them how to take me apart to rebuild my body without me in it. They wanted an empty husk, but they couldn't complete it since my hands were never found. That's why they had to substitute. And once they started to reanimate your husk, that's when your hands acted of their own accord? Their hands, Elijah, they don't have a mind of their own. I was controlling them. It took so much time and focus, and it's hard to do that. It's hard to keep myself here enough just to have this conversation. Hmm. I think I understand now. And, um, where would you be if you weren't here? Floating somewhere. I can see and hear and feel the world around me, but I'm unable to interact with it. I can't even speak when I'm there. It's like being a ghost stuck in permanent limbo. No afterlife. I feel like I'm nothing. I just exist at the whims of these people. And for what? I'm sorry. I wish I had something more useful to say. There's one more thing I wanted to ask. During the ritual, Sarah said something about the God of the Void. Any idea what that's about? I'm not sure, but I know my parents wanted to have one in my body. The husk. Well, Brandon, thank you for trusting me with this information and allowing me to record. I hope there's a way I can help you. So, please try to hang in there. It feels so stupid to say that. Brandon? He's gone.
I have more questions now than I did going in. I suppose you'll want to know the rest of what happened. I wasn't knocked out when he left that time. Instead, he showed me what he had been through. I saw it, and I felt it. I've never felt pain like that before. For me, what was only minutes passing felt like hours. How did he hold on for months, or even years? I cannot imagine. I was sitting on the floor recovering. My vision was still returning, and my ears were still ringing. Something cold was pressed to my forehead, followed by a threatening click. I slowly looked up to find myself making direct eye contact with the barrel of a shotgun wielded by Phil Tully. As my eyes adjusted, I saw Sarah was behind him, arms folded across her chest. I raised my hands up and sat up on my knees. I I thought maybe the dog went into the window. It was open and- <coughs> Shut your mouth, you little degenerate. You're lucky I don't pump you full of buckshot for breaking into my home. <coughs> what? I wasn't- Boys, enough. Elijah, what's the real reason you are here, darling? I know for a fact that you were let in. That window only opens from the inside. Why don't you just tell me the truth? I won't be angry. <coughs> I, I saw the window was open <coughs> and slid in thinking maybe the dog had fallen down. Elijah, I hate liars. The world was searing pain, and then I was out cold. When I woke up, my head hurt. Pretty sure I had cracked ribs. Maybe a concussion? I was somewhere different. Another basement? Their decorations of choice were symbols drawn out on the walls in blood. There was an altar set up in the middle of the room, surrounded by more symbols that had been molded into the cement. I soon realized as I tried to get up that my hands were bound. So far, this is shaping up to be a great plot for a B-grade horror film. Well, great. I'm going to be sacrificed. No sense in panicking. Keep calm. Panic kills. Keep calm. It's funny. I wish I had known that. Panic kills. Great band name, too. Hey, Brandon. Assuming you're not a hallucination. We can start that band when we get out of here. Speaking of, how do we get out of here? We? Well, I, I'm guessing you are here willingly. Brandon, what they did to you, 
You you deserve better. You deserve a life. <sighs> I'm gonna try to find a way to get us both out. I promise. Out. I never thought I would want out. There was never a point in wanting it. I'm the key to their monstrosity. Monstrosity? Me? I think? I really don't know what it is. Oh, okay, but do you want to leave? Assuming I find a way to get you out of here, would you want to come with me? I mean, your hands are already at my place. Yes. Okay, good. Now, can you move things? No. Damn it. Okay, need to think. Who the hell you talking to in here? Oh, you know. Your son. Brandon. The one you murdered. <laughs> That's so. Come on out, Brandon. Let's hear you. I want to hear what a ghost has to say. Guess what I thought. Ghosts don't talk. Though maybe if you can talk to those beyond our reach, you got some sort of abilities. What if that makes your blood more potent? Wait, my blood? Yeah. You know it didn't need to be you. But my wife and I don't take a gift from the gods lightly. You came onto our property. Came into our home. Like a lamb to slaughter. How could we refuse? People know where I am. They'll... They'll come looking for me. Fran! <laughs> no one knows where you are. No one knows you. You're just one more city boy who moved in and moved out. We'll make sure it looks like and with your type, it'll be believable. You're a monster. <laughs> Only in your eyes. I'm going to die here. It's not that bad. I mean, I don't know how it feels, but I think you would want to be dead more than you would want to be where I am. I don't know, but this isn't how I expected it to end. I was truly trapped, helpless, screwed, and alone. Brandon wasn't answering me anymore, and I knew he tended to drift off Suddenly, but the timing, I, I just, I, I almost died. 
It's hard to think about. It felt like hours trapped down there in that damn ritual room. And in the silence of it, I was still trying to keep calm. Still trying to just not panic. The door opened again, and inside walked Phil. Gun still in hand. Sarah, and two more people I didn't know. These new strangers were naked, except for the blindfolds around their eyes. And covered in symbols carved into their skin. Not fresh either, no. These things had time to turn into scars. The way they moved, it was shaky, but, well, it was clear to tell it wasn't fear. It was excitement. They were excited about all of this. And that seems worse to think about after what happened. Elijah, darling, are you ready? Honestly, I have to say, I'm so happy you decided to come here. Fate truly does have a funny way of working. Funny isn't how I'd look at it. Please. Please. Let me go. No one has to know about this. Oh, don't worry. They won't. Phil? Help him up. On your feet, city boy. <laughs> this was it. This was the end. The new people pushed the top off the altar. Which, shocker, didn't seem to be an altar at all. It was a stone coffin full of blood. The smell from it just... Ugh, sorry... Let's just skip that part. You, who roam the forest given life and form in the likeness of game, God of the void that taints the blood, we look to you for your power, your strength, for your guidance. We, your fawns, your offspring, those you left in this world to grow and build in your name, we offer you this so that you will be whole, the blood of your form, the life of those who have humbled themselves before what are they doing? you. Huh. Accept them into you. Accept their blood as your own. And now we make to you another offering, the blood of one who is untouched by you, a virgin to your words and deeds, a hunter, a leech. You're, you're not- Dead man's blood won't work for this. We need you to be alive for him. Who? I wish I hadn't asked. Honestly, I wish I hadn't done a lot of things then. Like, moved to Cow Creek in the first place. Which I'm starting to think was my first mistake. There wasn't some crack of thunder or shaking of the earth. There wasn't a bright light or really any divine action you think of when you think of a ritual. Oh no. 
it was significantly worse. From the blood came an approximation of a hand. It was missing a couple fingers, but for the most part it looked like it had been taken from the corpse of Edward Scissorhands. Long, talon-like fingers, the flesh pulled so tightly against the bone as sharp as knives under it. And there was another, each one gripping the side of the coffin and pulling up what was inside. It was Brandon, of course, but you already knew that, given that's who we've been talking about. He was nothing like what I expected, and yet everything I expected at the same time. A patchwork of skin and body parts that looked like they had been sewn and re-sewn back together. The seams along his face dividing it nearly into five parts. And that's not even talking about all the blood dripping off him. Phil let me go in his excitement as he moved closer to it. And I quickly stumbled back. Wait! No! No! You! Who... who are you? This husk was not meant for... whatever you are! <laughs> you were... expecting your precious... God? <laughs> but I do wish to thank you for so generously giving me this new suit. Been a long time since I could walk in this realm of existence. Life that... <laughs> no, no. Can't have any of that, no. Let's play a game. One, two, three! The Tullys ran as the thing started to count, and its attention turned onto me. The counting didn't stop, and it drew closer. Fight or flight kicked in, and well, I have never been the type to run away. This time I did, though. Right into the thing. I took it off guard and knocked it back into the coffin. Guess it was expecting me to be... afraid? I was, but pissing myself in a corner isn't exactly going to accomplish anything. The door was still unlocked from the Tully's quick exit, and I shouldered it open, only to find myself in a hallway. 
we weren't in the Tully's basement anymore. Not unless they had a maze installed in the last few hours. The creature behind me screamed, and I could hear it thrashing as it pulled itself back onto its feet. Running was a good option. <sighs> Shit. I have to find a way out. Shit. Eliza. Come out. It's me. Brandon. You wanted to find me, didn't you? You wanted to save me, didn't you? <laughs> well, come out. Come out! Brandon, come on, dude. Where are you? I could really use the help right now. Oh! Okay. Hands. Got it. Can you untie me? Never thought I would be happy to see a pair of disembodied hands before. How do we get out? Wait, how did your hands get down here? I... I don't know. I felt them close by. Like... Like they were brought here. We don't have time to unpack all that right now. But maybe if you can show me where you found them, we can find a way out? Maybe. There you are! Shit! Yes! Run! Run on those scrawny little legs of yours, Elijah! Can they kill you, final? Can they kill you? I don't think so. The door! No! This is me! And I'm too old for this shit. Well, folks, I hope you have a good night. I sure found it to be quite entertaining. Join us again tomorrow for your nightly dose of Cow Creek Entertainment. And remember. Fuck. And that's. well, that's everything. The door I came out of led to a cellar underneath a fishing shack in the middle of the woods. I hiked back through a trail and some rangers let me use their phone at the station. I called Fran, of course, filed a report, and gave a statement when she drove out. She drove me home. That's been since three days ago. I haven't left my house, and I keep jumping at every sound thinking it's that thing out there. Fran said she would get back in contact with me and let me know what was going on. If they found anything. I have some hope she's taking me seriously. And if she isn't? Ah, welcome back. I know there's a chance she may not, but... What will you do if she doesn't? take you seriously. I... 
I don't know. She's here. Hey there, Elijah. How you doing? I can't complain. So, what's up? What did you find out? Let's... Why don't you come out? Uh, we can talk here on the porch. It's a nice day out. Uh, sure. Okay. not that simple. It is not that simple because there are a lot of aspects to this and you are telling me stories about people that I have known for a very long time. Stories? Really? Stories? Okay. Well, I mean... You are making accusations, Elijah, and I have to take this seriously. And I checked it as thoroughly as I could. I did not find But you're not thing. taking them seriously. All you're doing is pushing them under the rug so more shit like this can happen in the future. I don't know what to tell you, Elijah. I am doing my job. You're not doing your job because more shit's gonna happen like this and more people are gonna get hurt and someone might die and it's gonna be on you. Elijah, I think that you just, you, you're putting yourself under so much pressure. You do not need to be doing this. You should be relaxing, getting used to living here. I think you should take that attitude inside, Elijah. Elijah. Get off my porch, Fran. What happened? She didn't believe me. And that's today's daily drama. I'm afraid our time is up, folks. We'll be back tomorrow. And remember, things are never what they seem. Cow Creek. Oh God, please. What do you want? I heard he did the episode. What more do you want? Read this! Want to find out more about Cow Creek? Want to keep up with the latest going on? Want to tell us the dangers you found in your own walls? Find us on Twitter at Cow Creek Daily News. Email us at cowcreekpodcast.com. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your Cow Creek broadcast. <laughs> Cow Creek is written by Rowan Reed. Original music and sound effects mastered by Daniel Keither Music. <sighs> Elijah, Mickey Moon, and the Shadow are by Jamie Hirsch. Brandon and Void Brandon are by Tomix. Phil Tully and Jackson are from Jared Kelleher. Fran Ruhal is Nora Aguirre. Carolina is Naomi Parks. Allison is Pearl of Palms Palm Art. Sarah Tully is Brady Zachary. 
and The Walking Man is Gary. Cow Creek is a production of Ominous Inc. Productions. Any duplication or redistribution of this podcast is strictly prohibited without the written consent of Ominous Inc. Productions. There. Please just let me go. Wait, no. Where are you going? No. No!